on this week's episode of Bungalow or the Bus. We are hanging out at North Italia, eat everything. Italiano. Oh, man, everything is so good. I'm licking my fingers. And John's. Weird. To Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I have a gigantic sense of my own worth. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. How you doing, Brendan? I'm good, man. I didn't know where you were going to go with that. No. (laughs) I wasn't sure. Here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, but every once in a while... We get invited outside of the bubble. And that's okay. That's okay. Although we, the drive here today was a pain. <laughs> we came, Yes. We, we're out here on Restaurant Row. Sand Lake. Sand Lake. And we're checking out North Italia, which opened last week. It's Yeah. They've only been open a week. Mm-hmm. And we've had three things so far. And everything is amazing. <laughs> Every, I think we're saying this is in our top five. It's... Uh, I feel like every time we go out, we tell people, oh, it's amazing. And, and all the places we go are, are really, really good. I can't remember the last time we had this impact where we were like, we always tell people it's so good. But tonight, yeah, it's super good. Yeah. Good truffle There's bread. a sous chef here, Kevin. He used to be at K Restaurant. Um, he's in worked College everywhere. Park. In College Park. He's worked with Kevin Fonzo. So I didn't expect to see him here. He's taking great care of us. Yeah. And uh, what have we had so far? We had this uh, truffle the truffle t- bread yes which is like decadent yeah we have like a appetizer with really finely sliced ham cured ham and uh from the asparagus. north of italia and parmesan uh-huh We're but it's not a parmesan it's, oh, it's north not. italian parmesan I, I, it's a, I it's apologize. a very special funky cheese and then we had like uh tuna tuna de... oh i don't oh, have I the menu in front of... oh wait, i do have the menu in front of us it's the Tuna, no, this is the brunch tuna menu. Tuna crudo, no, tuna, tuna crudo. crudo. Yeah. And it, that was just gangbusters. Olive oil, kind of lemony, pine nuts. Yeah, we Super put our bread good. in it too, so I just stink like truffle and citrus. And we got a bunch more food coming. We do. What was your week like, John? What'd you do? I, I've been a busy man this week, Brendan. I've been hanging out with some very manly men. <laughs> <laughs> Keep rubbing this in. I'm just telling you. How dare you? So uh, I'm at SWAT Roundup. So SWAT Roundup International 2021 <laughs> happens here in Orange County every year. SWAT it's like, Roundup. It's where I like. I feel like I should be hiding in the bushes, but you can't hide in the bushes at the no. SWAT Roundup. They'll no. find you. Well, they'll find you. And they'll kill you. So this, I don't know about that. <laughs> but SWAT teams from all across the world come here to compete in a challenge. And they do all these different events. We host it at uh, in Orange County at our range. And I've been out there shooting video. It's crazy, like, watching these guys just, like, shoot sniper rifles. I've been rifles. perving out over your photos. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. Did you we, say there's a guy who's, like, eight feet tall? They all are, like, eight feet tall, it seems like. Holding guns. Yeah. Their shirts are too tight. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. they can't. They don't make sure it's for how big their muscles are. I can't. Anyway. <laughs> so I've been out Mom there. a stroke. Shooting, <laughs> shooting video. All that stuff's up on the Orange County Sheriff's Office website. So it's I think we're going to share it. We'll share it on the gram, yeah. I think, if I can capture it or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. can't. It's all public record. It's all, right. all public uh, stuff. You can steal it. All right. That's what I'm going to do. Do anything you want with our content. <laughs> anything, content. anything I want. <laughs> I also watched The Mask this week. The what Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> You're going to use up our time talking I'm about news. You, and I, watched, I watched the mask. <laughs> What'd you think? Uh, 
not as good as I remember when I was 12 years old when What's it actually it? came out. Oh, well, for good. Do not go in there. Yeah. No, no, that was Ace Smoke Ventura. It. Smoke it. That was so good. Actually, after we watched The Mask, we watched Ace Ventura right afterwards. I felt bad for Cameron Diaz in that movie. That was her first movie. I remember watching it as a kid just being like, they're kind of making her do some it's sexy things. It's pretty terrible. Very exploitative. But Ace Ventura holds up. It's hilarious. Anyway, nobody cares about my 90s movie binge. <laughs> Everybody knows now. You're catching uh-huh. up. Uh, our zine is out for November, so you can pick it up. That's our little mini monthly print product. Please go pick it up so you can see what's happening around town. And thank you to the sponsors this month. What's on the cover? Um, What is on the cover? I don't know. It's a Thanksgiving image, I okay. think. I can't remember what it is. I don't know. Canadian Thanksgiving or American Thanksgiving? Uh, Universal Thanksgiving. Okay, good. I can't remember what it is. Captain Albertson Ale, the... Uh, Orange County Library System just released a beer with in partnership with our friends at Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company. Did they take up my idea where they're going to hide one beer in the library? <laughs> I'll tell Scotty about it. Uh, I think it's a great it. idea. He, the Scotty, it was kind of Scotty's project, and he's no longer at the library, but he got them to do it before he left, and so we kind of went there to say goodbye to all his library friends and then try the beer, which was delicious. You can go get it yourself, and then the proceeds go to friends of the library, which... You know, help the library. And this is the guy things. who like started the library. He donated all of yeah, his books. Yeah, don't ask me when. Like eight, late like 1800s. Hundred years ago. Yeah, it was actually exactly a hundred years. Yeah, because I heard uh, Aaron Sullivan on uh, WMFE talking oh, about it. Good. Yeah, yeah. She gave, uh, they gave. 12, She's the marketing director at the library. And they gave uh, Captain Albertson great mustache. Gave twelve thousand books from his private collection to the city of Orlando. And the and the auspices that they would build a fireproof building to house it all. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, essentially build a library. So, where was the first library? Do you know where the current one is? But it was too small. It got to a point. I think what in the fifties or sixties. I've never seen a. I don't think I've ever seen a picture. Oh, it was beautiful. Is it, is it a cool building? It was really, really pretty. But like, so is the one it's in now. I, I like, like the one now. I know. Yeah. I know it's gotten some. Some uh, oh, it's flack. It's over called the brutalism, right? It's a br- brutalist architecture. It's poured concrete, but they. The, it's cool though. If you look close, you can see the imprint of the wood panels they had on the side. Like they put up these wood panels and poured the concrete inside. You can see the imprint of the wood panels on the concrete. Yeah, it's a cool building. Yeah. I know some people don't appreciate it, but it's a cool building. I like brutalism. Uh, Swirlery Wine Bar. Our friends who were on last week. Their event is coming up, so I'm thinking about going to that. It's it's like the after party for the Veterans Day Parade on uh-huh. Saturday morning, and you can go to this wine warehouse in the packing district close to you and drink wine and hang out with uh, super sexy. There's a wine warehouse in the packing district. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, didn't know even that. Know. You could if you type in uh, Vino and Vets into Bungalore.com into our search bar, you'll see the last time we wrote about it. Uh, and you'll get the address. And I can't tell you the address off the top of my head. But All right. it's, it's there in the parking district. Festival of Trees. I was there today. I got a little uh, a little peekaboo at all their trees and things that are in there. That's happening through November 21st. If you want to get a little look behind the curtain to see what that looks like, go and check it out. They have 41 custom decorated Christmas trees. And I know I've made fun of them before. But it's it's a cool event. Who puts it on, Brendan? Council of One Hundred and One. It's one hundred and one women, uh, like like movers and shaker women behind the scenes. Has it always been One Hundred and One? I feel like it was Council One Hundred. No, Am no. I making that up? No, I think it's always oh, okay. been One Hundred and One. Right. 
They throw in that extra woman. Yeah. And they're they're such executives. They're very controlling about what I can and can't say. So I'm just going to be very careful. (laughs) Just kidding. No, they're awesome. And it's fun to see uh, that event come. They've raised like $12 million. Really? Yeah. Total. For, for like the museum. The All the money goes back to the museum for their educational stuff. Oh, and the Museum of Art. Yes. So it's not like Festival of Trees is not an OMA event. It's no. It's not by the museum. It's run by this separate yeah. organization, and then they raise the funds and then donate the funds to the museum. All right. So it's pretty cool to glad see. You did, I'm glad you made that distinction. Well, a lot of people don't know. I, don't, I didn't no. know. And then I had a mystery of this guy who uh, was swimming across Lake Ivanhoe. Oh, yeah. So I saw this on your, yeah. on your Instagram. Thank you. This guy was swimming along. Lake Ivanhoe, doing his thing, doing his, his backstrokes. Okay, get his laps in. I saw him. I was I was dropping off zines at the Hammered Lamb, and I saw splashing. And it's funny because when you're doing a backstroke, you see his long arm go up. It looks like Loch Ness. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, is that what is happening over there? <laughs> you don't expect to see it. And then I was like, oh, maybe someone just fell off their jet ski or something. No. No, this guy swims the length of Lake Ivanhoe every day. Every day. Every day. So I, uh, you know, hid in the bushes and took some pictures of him. I don't know why you needed to hide in the bushes. You could have just went to the shoreline. I went to the shoreline and did a Facebook Live. You can see that. And that's doing crazy. It's one of their best traffic videos, which is crazy. And then then I went to the other side of the lake and did a little video. Uh, When he came out and then I hollered at him, like, what are you doing? And he says he does it every day. The only problem, the only thing he doesn't like about it is it's getting colder. Oh, a little chilly. Yeah. Got to wear your, your suit. Do you know Lucky's Lake Swim? Do you know Lucky Meisenheimer? What? No. What do you say? So right Lucky, now? he swims his lake every day. He's been doing it for like 20 years, though. And his name's Lucky? Yeah. His name, he's a, a dermatologist here in town. And if yeah. you are a swimmer, <laughs> you can go to his house and swim his lake. Anybody can. What? Yeah. He, what lake is it, this? Uh, it's over by Universal somewhere. Okay. But he also owns the world's largest yo-yo collection. What? Yeah. And he has a... a so he's a serial killer. No, he's a, he's just a, <laughs> a interesting guy. But yeah, Lucky's Lake Swim. Look You've it done up. A, you've done a video on I've, uh, I did a video on his underwater hockey league. That he plays at the Stop. Y. Stop. You can't just put words together, John. <laughs> yeah. no, no, This is a reputable news program. No, no, no. All these things are true. making things so up. They play, they I play, almost cussed there. I know. Yeah. They play under, they used to play, I don't know if they still do, underwater hockey over at the Y on I Drive. That's not a thing. What is underwater hockey? What are you it's talking about? It's hockey underneath the water. What? <laughs> anyway, look it up. Lucky's a good guy. Do you He's have like, to be a scuba gear? Uh, you wear a snorkel and goggles, but you got to go up for air every now and then. Oh my god, it's I would a lot die. of fun. Very tiring. I thought I was going to die just doing the the merman photo shoot. I can't. Uh, Lucky's Lake Swim. He does it every morning, so you got to get there early. Okay. And if you do it, you sign the wall. You get to sign his wall. I want. I just want to go see it. Oh, he'll let you and go like see get it. drunk and just watch. Can well, just it's pretty early. Out? It's like six or seven a.m. Yeah, perfect time. Okay. To get drunk, get your buzz on, uh, and then I toured a mansion in Lake Mary. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and it's like this private island. So these young guys, they must be in their mid-20s, John. And they bought four acres of property on Clear Lake in Lake Mary. Do you know where that is? No, I don't. Uh, Not too far from the Fox 35 studios. Ah, Yeah, they're way up there. Yeah, way up there. And I... uh, and these guys invited me. Like, oh, we're, just, we're doing a mansion flip. And like, Mary, just come see it. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> mansion what? flip. It's not even. What are you talking about? And then they turned out to be hot. So I was like, oh, I'll go check it out because they're handsome. 
they own a mansion. You know, can't say no to that. No. So I went up to look, and they they're four acres, and they're most of that they're going to be turning into like single family homes. But then at the back of the property on the lake is this island with a mansion on it, and the there are stained glass windows in it that were created by the same guy that did the windows, the stained glass windows at Cinderella's castle. Wow. And then it was just full. Of, like, woodland creatures. There were sandhill cranes everywhere. Stuffed. No, real. No. It just walking oh, around. Oh, not in the mansion. Kind of, because it was kind of dilapidated. In the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, like, around the pool area, which is so right. So you could just walk around and encounter these creatures. There's a moat with these, like, beautiful swooping bridges, and, and they're going to flip it all. Florida's a weird place, man. That's all I could think. And then these guys, (laughs) how much do you think they paid for four acres plus a mansion? $5 million. $700,000. Wow. $700,000. I mean, you and I don't have that money, so it might as well be $10 million. When they fix this this castle, they're going to sell it for another $2 million. I got a cute little video. You can see it with Owen Wilson saying, wow, a million times. (laughs) It's really interesting. Crystal Lake? Chris, there's two Crystal Lakes. All right. Think, well, there's a Camp Crystal Lake. That's where Jason murders teenagers. <laughs> well, it could have been that, too. Okay. <laughs> uh, they're they're going to invite us back when they do like a... Well, they didn't invite me at all. So. opener. Well, I, you can come with me. <laughs> I told them I'm just going to bring a big fatty just and just trim all their trees because they don't know how to do all that. And I was ah. like, I just want to fix up just the landscape there. in here. Just maybe you can be there, the caretaker. I'd be interested in just camping out there. Uh-huh. They don't have any gators. That's what well. this old man next to her says. There's never been any gators, and he All lives right. there. All right, and he's got a gun. He's waiting <laughs> for a gator to come. They don't come. Anyway, news. I'm sorry. Just, That's what we know how we talk about. We've already wasted we are half <laughs> your half the show talking uh, about Ace Ventura and the, <laughs> the mask. Uh, Universal Studio server was just punched in the face. Really? By a guest, which I'm sure happens all I'm the sure time. I'm sure it happens like every day. Yeah, a tourist from Texas. Maybe not every day. Not every day. And it was a girl. So this this a tourist from Texas was leaving the City Walk Karaoke Club, and they were all getting in this elevator. And this server was holding the elevator for somebody to come in, and she's hearing impaired. So they were like, "Oh no, just let's go, let's go!" But she didn't hear them yelling at her. Oh man! And then when they got down, like finally got going, and the doors open. I guess the guy got in her face, and she was like, "You need to go, like get out of here. We're gonna get security." And then they started to walk away, and the guy's wife turned around and punched her Man. in the face. And so People they've been need to banned. Just chill. I agree. Just chill. Get out I've of here. I've never been that mad in my life. Now you're going to punch a hearing impaired server for holding Gosh. an elevator for somebody? Just chill, Go man. Go back to Texas. Don't ever come back here. So they're not allowed on any universal property. Good. Yeah. Thank gosh. Orlando City just made it to the playoffs. Yes, they did. Was this because another team lost? Or is it because they won? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, is didn't this like, like Montreal, a half glass? No, like right is this a half glass full? No, like sometimes when a team loses and you win, <laughs> you get in. Like another team. That's and, literally and what sports is. No, you win and, and they I'm lose. I'm saying in another conference. No, like, they like, played each other. Okay. They played so they each other and they somebody. beat they, right. they beat Montreal. It doesn't always work that way. I thought you were saying. No, sometimes funny. like another team loses and another team wins and then you get in the playoffs. <laughs> You're literally describing sports to me. Right. I don't know the difference. Right. But they, <laughs> they beat Montreal. Try. They beat Montreal. Good. They beat Montreal. And that was like a first, right? Like they had a hard time with Montreal. Uh, 
yeah, they, yeah. Montreal's a tough. They're a tough team, but they won two nothing, which is crazy. So holler at Daryl DK yeah. and great uh, city. And get the smoked meat if you go up to Montreal. I was what just there two weeks ago. I'll get the smoked meat. Yeah, I know you will. If you're going to Saint Hyacinth, which is like Saint Hyacinth, just outside of Montreal, be sure to go to the Zipper, which has is that one a of, strip club. It's a strip club uh, run by you, my friend's you, mom. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Does she dance? Miss Like I say, she used to oh, sometimes. Okay. I got to go there and I got to hang out with all the strippers. Nice. Yeah, it was fun in my early twenties. And the whole town has <laughs> there's a chocolate factory. The whole town smells like chocolate. Wow. Yeah, I just want to paint a picture for him, John. <laughs> There's a there's, if you go in the winter, chocolate. If you go in the winter, there's a waterfall, and it's called La Chute de Montmorency. And I just like saying that out loud. The city of, of Orlando just put brakes on scooters. Yeah, they're making them so they don't go as fast, That's right? So dumb. That is such an old really? person response to scooters. They're fast scooters, right? 15 miles an hour they is went what 20. they went, and now they could only go 10. Okay, well, it's only five miles an hour. That unacceptable. That ain't that much slower, it is, is it? It is. It's so slow. Sometimes I'm on those scooters, and I, if you got to go somewhere and you have to go somewhere like a long distance, uh-huh. I, I just start I try oh, and like, kick just it got to here. go It looks faster. amazing. Ooh, it does look amazing. That's yeah. the pig. And then this is the pasta dish. Oh, my gosh. I can All swim right. well, in we'll it. We'll get the photos up on Instagram. Well, you will. You guys will see what we're talking so, about. So the council had to vote for this. Yeah, and uh, all of the council members approved it except for one, Patty Sheehan. And, and what was what? Why did she vote against? She it? was like, know? we need to do more studies. She wanted more about yeah, because she doesn't like them. Yeah, because like people in her district just like throw them on the ground. She's got a lot of historic districts, you yeah. know, and so and the people, her voters, you know, her vocal yeah. constituents, oh, yeah. don't use scooters. Or also, she's. I mean, you're right. I think her district is like probably the main district. Her and Regina Hills, Commissioner Hills, are probably the two that really get the most scooters, right? Yeah. And the others, like, don't. Scooter adjacent? Yeah, because they service downtown. Yeah, most. And that's the way the scooter program is set up. They uh-huh. don't want them in all of the I have never the actually been on a scooter here. I like walking. I'm a walking. I like walking. What do you mean? I don't need to be on a scooter. I'll just go where I need to go by my legs. Because you don't want to pay for it? I just don't have any need for it. And you don't use bike share either. You did, did a couple times. I gave you my code. I thought they got rid of all the bikes. Uh, Lime has a bike now. All right. No. no, if I'm on a bike, I'll use my own bike and go biking. I think it's. I, there's no reason. They work. What what they what's not working? Is they shouldn't be over regulating the scooters. They should be providing better infrastructure for the scooters to exist. All the right. Scooters aren't going to go anywhere, John. Scooters are here to stay. People, I say I don't use them, but I know people do. I'm not trying to say yeah. they're not useful because they I had use, like a million miles in the last year the or two, right? All the time. They did. They also are getting more money per ride or something like that. Yeah. Like, well, they get 30. They were getting 30 cents per ride. And then that goes into like a pot of money um, that they use for. They're supposed to. It's for like scooter infrastructure, but like whatever the heck that is. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, what are you, are you building? Supposed for to scooters? go on the road or on the sidewalk? No, because they made and that's someone just wrote about that, saying that they had changed the rules to allow. Yeah, they is did it that clear? in the very beginning. Is it clear on like when I get a scooter? The scooter it, company will tell you, please don't ride on the sidewalk. Okay, because so that's supposed to be on that's the road. The ju- According to the scooter company. Yeah. But the city of Orlando has changed the rules so you can ride on the sidewalk. So I am including on, on your bikes. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
They yeah. should make that clear, though. Because, like, I, if, if I had a scooter, I would probably ride on the road. They I don't think. go fast enough. And if you're in a historic district, which there's a lot of historic districts around town, it's all brick streets and historic Bumpy. districts. And that's where people are getting hurt, right? Because uh-huh. that's why they're thinking, oh, if we lower the speed, then they won't be going so fast and hit, like, bumpy things on the bricks. But you know what? You could also pave a little bit of a shoulder for the for the bikes and the scooters to be going on and call it a day. You think you think people are a little tipsy when they're taking these scooters? Oh, generally, yeah. Uh huh. but which you, you can still probably get a DUI driving a scooter. Yeah, it's a motorized vehicle. Yeah, yeah. You can on a bike too. That's not motorized. True. I don't know. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a little break. Let's eat some pizza and ragu pasta. And oh my gosh, we got wagyu skirt steak. Yeah, they just brought it all out. We're going to get these photos up. Okay, we're going to do it. It smells so good. Right back. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. This weekend, it's all about the 23rd annual Central Florida Jewish Film Festival, though, and you can check out six pretty great films through the 16th. Up next is the 29th annual Brouhaha Film and Video Showcase on the 20th and 21st, which features locally produced films and videos from film schools across the state. Other programs of note include Music Mondays or Julia, which is all about Julia Child and her 12-year struggle to create Mastering the Art of French Cooking in 1961. And Home for the Holidays, starring Holly Hunter as the embattled Claudia Larson, who homes home for the holidays with her dysfunctional family and a too-handsome-for-words Dylan McDermott. Go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Celebrate Native American History Heritage Month with Cuisine Corner Indian Taco on November 16th. Chef Amy Osceola-Jones will show us how to make this Mikasuki dish on our YouTube Live. Thanksgiving is the perfect time to jumpstart your family tree research. Learn how to discover information while you're sitting around the table with family members in genealogy conversations at Thanksgiving on November 17th. Are You a Ladybug is a virtual event on November 18th. Let's learn about the life cycle of our ladybug friends with stories, songs, and activities recommended for ages 3 to 5. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Hey Mo, should I get bike insurance? Is that a thing? So if you ride a bike a lot, you're concerned about possibly being hit on a bike by a vehicle or something along those lines, you want to look at bike insurance, what you should really look at is uninsured or underinsured motorist coverage on your auto policy. Because that's called what we call UM coverage. So if you have that UM coverage on your policy, 
even if you're on a, a bicycle or even just walking as a pedestrian and someone hits you and hurts you and they don't have sufficient insurance coverage to cover the damage to you, then your UM policy will step in even though you're not in a vehicle, even though you're on a bicycle or just walking as a pedestrian. So that's why I always say UM coverage, uninsured motorist coverage is extraordinarily important in Florida. And if you're biking a lot, that's just another reason why you should add that to your car policy. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And kids try to hold my hand in the grocery store because they think I'm their mom, and I push them away. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. That's pretty sad. Well, you know. You don't look like a mom, I'm not to be honest mom. with you. I'm not your mom. Maybe I have a mom energy. Here on Bungalow in the Bus, talk about all the headlines. Blah, blah, blah. Here we are over on Restaurant Road. Yeah, we're on Sand Lake. We're at North Italia, which yeah. uh, they brought all the food out for us, and it is fantastic. I'm we like, had steak. We had pizza. We had truffle bread. We had sliced ham, everything. People ask me how I keep my girlish figure. It's because I'm eating clean all week, and then I <laughs> pig out when I get here. That's right. That's Thursday okay. You reward yourself. I can't have a fiesta every Thursday night. I'm going to die. No, you won't. Be like Tony Soprano. No, no. Well, you, all right. All We're right. the same person. I <laughs> <laughs> already lost all my hair. It's true. Right? Where'd it go? <laughs> my back. Oh. <laughs> It'll grow back. It'll grow back. Want to talk about new stuff? Yeah. Well, wait. First of all, thank you to North Italia. The food's been amazing. It has been. Our second course was a ragu. Um, oh, no. It was a... What am I trying to say? I don't know. Skirt steak. Wagyu, Wagyu. skirt steak. Yes. With... Um, polenta, the polenta, which was amazing, yeah. with like a demi on it, and then yeah. their, their pizza is some of the best pizza we've had. In I town. loved it. I loved it. And the but what is the pasta? Short rib pasta. Short rib cavatappi pasta. Yeah, and that's just decadent. I think the best thing we've had though was like it was almost like a bruschetta, but made with like the cured meat and the parmesan. Very the not Parmesan. We'll put the photos up on Instagram and Facebook and all oh, that stuff. Yeah, a little ticky talk. And if you like what you hear, go to bungalower.com. You can uh, follow Brendan and all the things that he does and follow him on social media and all those things. If you follow our Instagram, we're giving out tickets. We gave out tickets to uh, like a million things this week. Yeah, our friend Mo, our, our, the official attorney of Bungalow and the Bus, he's given out free tickets to Fun Spot. Sold out. Crazy. But let me tell you a little secret. More. Let me tell you a little secret. He might be getting some more. Oh, okay. I preempted yeah. you there. No, that's okay. That's okay. You <laughs> ruined it, but that's okay. He might. So he does a he does like an appreciation day. Yeah. At Fun Spot every year. Last year he did. He's going to do it this year. All you got to do is show up. Everything. RSVP. RSVP. You get a, a a free wristband to ride all the rides. Yeah. Which sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just play wants some games. Thing. Yep. Play some. Well, I, I you can ride the go karts. Ride the ride the roller coasters. I think I do stuff. the go-karts. Yeah? That's my speed. Roller coasters aren't too scary there. I'm good. All right. I don't want to do that. Okay. Let's be throwing up on everybody. Uh, did you hear about this new uh, booze-free speakeasy opening up uh, in Ivano Village? booze-free. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. <laughs> well, you know, these it's okay. no, zero-proof uh, mocktails are all the rage right they're now. Just, they're just fruit drinks, right? Basically, okay. Like I, tea drinks. I, I don't want to mock like, these mocktails. No. Or they do like CBD cocktails. Okay, that's great. I mean, or that's cava, fine. If people want to do that. That's great. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to. 
<laughs> trying to. <laughs> Some of my best friends are non-alcoholic yeah. drinks. That's what it's, it's good. No, it's a it's a noble thing to do. I appreciate people that do that. <laughs> I'm glad you where is that? Wait, glad where you. is this place? Uh, across from uh, White Wolf, like right next to White Wolf, like oh. that stretch, you know, caboose. Is, is that all it is? Is liquor-free drinks? It's also a uh, package store for non-alcoholic beverage stuff. So a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> so they have orange juice and apple no, juice. Oh, wow! But like, I don't know what they're using in mocktails today. I'm sure so they're wait, fancy. Is it by the Imperial? In Ivanhoe Village? Yeah. But like over across the street where that uh, ice cream, that Twisted Bliss ice cream shop used to oh, be. Oh, okay. Like in right. that stretch. Okay. All right. Uh, don't ask me the name of it because I right. can't remember. It's called The Band Box. And they're going to, it's like a speakeasy, like a 20s speakeasy style spot, but it's all booze free. Why don't they just have bars that are booze free? Like, like have a bar that has alcohol. But then have like a I menu. Just want to be around it. Sometimes oh. you just want to be in that scene. You, it's just more chill. I, we, okay. Our buddy uh, Jenny Duet used to talk about this stuff. Yeah, all it's the fine. Time. Like I said, I'm not trying to. Knock or if it. you're an alcoholic, but you still want to go out to a space. You uh, know, yes. or, yeah, not everybody wants to go hang no. out at a coffee shop at or midnight. Yeah, straight edge kids. You know, uh-huh. you want to go very, listen very to MXPX religious. and not. Uh huh. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sprouts in the Milk District was just delayed. It was supposed to open this week, but it's going to be delayed until, I don't know, December something. President so. Biden. Pres- Thanks, right? President Thanks, Biden. Brian. Brandon. I did that. Mm. <laughs> Mark Anthony, uh, the singer, was just awarded the key to the city. Really? They what? have keys to the city? I've never got one. How do you get a key to the city of Orlando? Uh, maybe there's only one, and you just have to wait until <laughs> the other guy the gives it back. <laughs> he's gonna, Mark Anthony's going to be in your <laughs> living room. <laughs> like, where's That'd Taylor? be a great story. That'd be a great story. It's like, how'd you get here? Oh, I got the key to the city. Uh-huh. Oh, here I Fun am. Fun fact, Saddam Hussein had the key to the city of Detroit. Saddam? Yeah, Saddam Hussein. Saddam. Is that how you say it? No, Saddam Hussein. Saddam is. I'm a, saying it right. Saddam is if you were well, there, I know, I God know. destroyed your city. Uh huh. You know. Because of the things yeah. you were doing yeah, there. My people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Finger painting. Anyway, stuff, I didn't yeah. know they gave the key to the city of Orlando. They did, yeah. And he said, I am grateful for the love and energy that my Orlando fans proffer to me every single time I get to no, perform for them. Says the word and it is an honor to receive this recognition from the city that has a special place in my heart. All right, good for him. Yeah, and then but he threw it on a pile with all the other keys to the cities he's received. Did you get a list of all the people that have a key to the city of Orlando? I'd like to see that. I would do. I would like. I would like one day to have so many keys to the city. I made a, <laughs> a necklace out of them. Uh huh. Like, just hanging on a chain. Yeah. Right, and it's just like, what are those? Oh, my keys to the city, yo. I think you should try to get a key to the city. I'm not even allowed in the. Lake Eola Fountains, so I'm not going to be getting the key to the city. I'm sure one soon. day you're going to get Brendan O'Connor Day. If when I'm, I mean, when I, I'm dead, I, look, when I when I die of eating no, too much ragu. No, because like I I love Mayor Dyer, but he makes he proclamates a lot of things. <laughs> I, I've, I've sat through those proclamations. I've heard him say "whereas" a hundred times. He did. He did. <laughs> well, in one proclamation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just pro- he just proclaimed. Uh, he throws these days out like they're you know for the beer that I was just a Captain exactly. Alberts and Ale. Oh my gosh! And uh, Commissioner Stewart was there, and he kept saying Captain Anderson through the whole thing. He said Captain Anderson like seven times. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! Anyway, you should get a key to the city, Brendan. 
Mark you Anthony doesn't hey, even live here. Nice. I like that. You live here. College Park Cafe just sold the new owners. So I saw this story. Uh, I saw it on some, some other websites. Yeah, yeah. And I guess they were getting threats. Yeah, Alan and Joey, this gay Who's couple who bought these it. Folks? Well, people who anonymous threats that they because the previous owners were very Cuban. They made the cafe kind of Cuban influence. And influenced. it was great. They have great sandwiches. And they just didn't want a couple of homos coming in and taking over and appropriating Not their Cuban sandwiches. The pe- some people. Not these, the owners. These anonymous. Yeah. These anonymous people that don't like gay people. Supposedly. Allegedly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Scott Joseph wrote about it. Yeah. Amy Amy Drew from the Sentinel kind of yeah. quoted it today saying, hey, be nice, you know. I So when was the last time you were at the College Park Cafe? A few months ago. You no, you know what? During the shutdown, I got a Cuban. Yeah, you ever go there for breakfast? Maybe with you. Didn't for a long time, I was not a fan of their breakfast. Okay, it just it just wasn't really great. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping they and, and this was before the the Cuban owners. Okay, uh, and so I hope it it's good, but I hope they keep like the Cuban food as well because they had they're keeping the Cuban, Cuban menu. Sandwiches. They're going to keep the Cuban menu. Everybody, you know, which is maybe part of the salt because like, it's freshen white, up white. I assume they're gay, or they're, I assume they're white. Uh, white gay people cooking Cuban food is maybe not okay for some people. I don't know. All right, I'm not Cuban. I don't know I'm not what, Cuban. Either. Definitely, I mean, I don't. I don't want to. And I say I'm throwing homo a lot in this episode. I am a homo. I'm a lot. <laughs> okay. In case but, you're listening, you're like but, that guy's too straight. He I can't know. say. That. I mean, I get it, but like I, I, I also want to say like not all Mexican people that make Mexican food. There's other people that make Mexican food, right? What I'm hearing is... Well, even Italian. We're in an Italian place. Uh-huh. You think all the people in the kitchen here are Italian? No, but they've had some Italian in them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to go. Okay, We're gonna, we have an interview with our friends I'm from sorry. Festival of Trees. All right. Uh, and then we'll come right back. All right, bungalowers, we're here at the Orlando Museum of Art with Miss Joan Kennedy, the director of Council 101, or should I say President Joan? It's President. It's President Kennedy here at the Orlando Museum of Art. We're talking about the upcoming Festival of Trees. Thank you so much for being here, Brendan. We're so excited to talk about it. There's so much to talk about. It's crazy. I don't even know how you're juggling all of these things. You're literally juggling ornaments <laughs> <laughs> ornaments trees wreaths all kinds of holiday things and we're surrounded right now by wreaths and beautiful amaryllises i don't even know what that is <laughs> like it's just gorgeous what's happening i'm so glad you're coming back for festival of trees it's the 35th year it certainly is okay yeah. what what do you have in store for us well we have a, a full option of events starting with our gala on um Friday, November 12th, where we have a tree lighting, a VIP tree lighting, and and a um, gala with fabulous entertainment and food supplied by Arthur's and a wonderful open bar. And, that does um, sound wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> what's even more wonderful this year about Festival of Trees is we have ec- art exhibitions going on at the same time. So not only can people see our wonderful event, but also the exhibitions that the museum has has procured. And right now, it's it's a collection, right? It's from a private collection. They're historic, beautiful paintings. Yes, there's there's three going on right now. I kind of lost myself in just the ornate frames. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the, yes, it. that collection is fabulous. That's the old masters. This is a, and actually that's remarkable because in previous years the art was taken down. Correct. For Festival of Trees. So I love seeing them happen at the same time. 
So shout out to the new director. Uh, Festival of Trees is one of the biggest fundraisers for the museum, isn't it? Yes, it is. And um, so it's a nine-day event after our gala. Then we have um, daily general admission from 10 to 5. We have special events on the weekends, with including Breakfast with Santa and um, and then during the week, Seniors Day and other events we can talk about as we as we continue. Okay, and every tree there's over well, there's forty trees this year. Over forty trees. Over this year. forty trees, and every tree was basically donated. Correct. Correct. And they're decorated by local groups and designers and businesses, and then people can come in and buy them and bring them home at the end of the festival. That's right. So they're they'll bid on them. They may be they'll be purchased during the week, and everything stays on the walls and in place until it closes so whether you come at the beginning of the week or the end of the show you'll be able to see the full collection that's one of my favorite things is coming towards the beginning and then coming at the end and seeing like what got bought what didn't get bought yes yeah I love that (laughs) then you could also if you don't want a tree you can just buy one of the wreaths correct and then what's is the gingerbread thing coming back of course we have we have fabulous gingerbread um, houses that have been decorated and uh, assembled by local chefs and um, culinary professionals and bakeries. It's a bit of a contest too, right, Joan? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't, did Glass Knife win last time? Did I make that up? No, they did. They, they did win a prize okay. last time. Yes. Theirs is always fabulous. Country just, clubs and, and yeah. country. I love it. This, yes. and it always smells so good in there. It's a little yeah. intoxicating. I actually wish we could buy gingerbread when we're there in the gingerbread <laughs> exhibit. Uh, and then there's also a shop, right? Like a store. We do. We have two shops. We have a, a toy land area where we have, and it's not just toys, but maybe um, decorating items and trinkets that are um, that are in a, a nice price point for everybody to take something home. And there actually, there may be gingerbread cookies in there that you could that you could take. Thank we you. usually have some type of sweet treats in there. That's exactly what I needed to hear. And then our <laughs> <laughs> and then our pop up shops where we have um it's our boutique where we have more um a wide variety of decorative items and gift ideas for um, for family and friends. And all staffed and run by Council of 101 volunteers, right? Correct. Can you talk a little bit about what that is? What is Council of 101? Yes, it's an organization um of women and it's 101 active members we have many more members including our associates and sustainers and uh, we were formed in 1965 um, specifically to raise money for the Elena Museum of Art and what we do with our funds is to further the cultural um, development and education for the visual arts in Central Florida and you're killing it (laughs) (laughs) we try So we recruit our friends every year to people that um, become familiar with the Council of 101. We want we're open to uh, to any women who are interested in volunteering with us or joining the organization. And just in this room alone, with all these these uh, designer decorated reeds, these are all done by our newest group um, called Provisional Members. Well, and they are. What what are provisional members? They are um, the newest members, um, new recruits. I would say they are just inducted as as members. They um, are provisionals for a year, which means they they do Novices. a lot of hard work. <laughs> this is the hazing phase. <laughs> <laughs> they have to put all the reeds together. All right, I like that. So I we were, and we're going to run out of time, but I know you have some bigger events that are part of Festival of Trees. There's a reindeer romp on the nineteenth. We do. We have a, um, the reindeer romp is a, um, 
It's like the family one? It's a family um, children's party. So it's an evening party from 6 to 8.30. It's also, there's also a VIP opportunity for people who want to enter at 5. So it's for family event for all ages. Get your family photos there for your holiday, late holiday cards if you haven't done it already. Right. There's also, you can have your photo with Santa Claus or story time with Mrs. Claus. We've got holiday balloon artists face paintings, stilt walkers. Well, that sounds fun. The cafe is open. We do have a family-friendly menu, but there's also wine and beer for those who would like to have um, something a little bit uh, more festive at the end of the day. <laughs> to get through the family <laughs> event. I get it. And then there's an ugly sweater day on Saturday, November 20th, right? Yeah, so it's all day on Saturday, and it is a... Um, a um, online social media focused event where we have um, come to the museum, wear your ugliest, funniest holiday sweater, attire, take a selfie, post your photo to Instagram page on that day with the hashtag, hashtag Festival of Trees Orlando. And then you can qualify to win special recognition and prizes. But you have to include that hashtag to qualify. And if you want to know some of the um, some of the categories, best family theme, most holiday spirit, most creative, best group theme, and most all around ugly, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably what I would win, even if it wasn't for a sweater. So thank you so much, Joan. I know you all are so busy making this event happen in the next. Like we're we're doing this a little bit earlier. You, you've got a week to do this, and there's so much to do. I'm very excited to see it happen, and uh, we're, we'll be over here cheering you on. Oh, thank you so much. Well, we're so excited, and we hope to see everyone out here. We'll be sharing all the information over on bungalore.com and on our social media site so everybody can follow along. Wonderful. Oh, I love those Festival of Dreams. Ah, thanks, Joan. They Joan should go to Carla. my house you want- and, and, and festival my tree. Well, if you... <laughs> My Christmas tree, Brandon. My Christmas happening? tree. What is happening? You can buy those trees and bring them home. Oh, I can't Just afford those. I can't afford those trees. Yeah, one of the dinky ones in the back. I think they should have like an array of like Charlie Brown trees uh-huh. for people like me. I actually bought one a Charlie Brown tree one time. Like it wasn't meant to be, but it was the saddest looking tree. And you loved it. I had no money at the time. I paid oh. twenty bucks for it. No, I've done that. Yeah, or I decorated like a house plant or something. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, Smoke and Donuts, our friends at Smoke and Donuts, Ian Russell, they're getting a new home. Awesome. They're taking over the former Colonel Encore spaces right by Seven Bites. And it Colonel closed after 17 years of business during the pandemic. What did Colonel Encore do? Popcorn. Oh, that place. Yeah. 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 Which, were you, I don't know if you were with us. We were doing like a Townie Tourist Facebook Live walkthrough of the Milk District. I was not. And we were walking by colonel encore with the video like they little you know we we're clearly recording they ran out and we're like you can't record our place oh this. really get out of here wow and then we're like we're not and you're we're okay on the sidewalk and Relax. then we got down a block we went by a block and they got in their trucks and drove by us again looking at us really looking at us mean so wow. clearly they were selling more than popcorn all right if you know what so i'm now smoking donuts is is gonna open there yeah and i'm excited for them they've been a food truck they're great forever oh, and they're over at a la carte yeah also just you know a block away cool. there pig floyd's is taking over bubba Lou's in winter park what do you think about this do you think it's too close to their other location or not no 
No? Okay. No, I don't. I, I hope. I mean, I hope and it, it has works a drive out. I love Pink Floyd's. I'm not saying I don't love it. I know sometimes locations like to spread out so they don't sort of take customers from each other. I don't know. This might sound weird. I don't think Pink Floyd's is like a destination place. Like uh, North Italy, where we are tonight. People will drive here because this food is gangbusters. I think people do. Pink, I disagree. But I think they won't have to now, right? Because now I think it's also a geographic place because I see a lot of locals going there. Ah, You know what? I retract everything I just All said. Because right. <laughs> during the day... Uh, at lunch, I see a whole bunch of Beamers come in. So, like, it's it's all these Winter Park guys coming in. Uh-huh. Big old pickup trucks. All these guys getting out of their big old fancy pickup I trucks. I love Pig Floyd's. I think it's great. And we've done shows there, and they're fantastic over there. I've Sometimes, like I said, sometimes locations don't like to open so close to each other because they don't want to take from the same Fox market. Foxdale don't care. Well, that's that's coffee. That's that that's a different overhead. Mm, and they're selling guns. I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm anyway, I, I'm glad I they it. are using that space because it was a it was Bubbleoo's forever. Yep. And they can reinvent it. And I mean, it's busy over we'll there. We'll have a drive-through. He's keeping the same menu as the Mills Fifty One, but he's also going to have some Bubbleoo's staples on there as a tip of the hat to All the right. previous owner. It's at seventeen ninety two in Lee yeah. Road, over by uh, Miller's Ale House and Orlando Meats and all those places. Yeah, I'm sure Orlando Meats will have lots to say about that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Winter Park is going to start building that new turn lane at Denning Drive that we told you about. <laughs> the one that that they <laughs> said is, they weren't going to do. How local our show is that we're talking about a turn turning lane, lane on I a know. road. But people were upset because back in the day they were saying they wanted to buy Austin's coffee and knock it down so they could build in this travel lane. Uh-huh. Everybody got upset. And then Winter Park was like, oh, we're not going to do it anymore. We're just tabling it. Don't worry about it. But it's happening now. Okay. I don't know if they're going to knock down Austin's, but there's going to be something happening close right. by. The Metro Plan Orlando, they're the ones that work, like they do a lot of transportation planning for FDOT and stuff and for the state. They say that this new infrastructure bill that's just gone through $1.2 trillion. For the country. For the country. We're going to be getting $19 billion for Florida. I heard 27 at one point, but 19 oh. sounds good, too. Okay. I think I got this one from WMFE. There might be some extra stuff later. But, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. $20 billion? Uh, well, they know where it's probably going to go, and it's probably going to go to, like, bigger state roads or makeovers like Colonial Drive because they wanted to make that over for a long time, uh-huh. and uh, transit funding. So maybe Lynx could be getting some money, too. That'd be good. They need it. I agree. Uh, the Ivanhoe building has finally hit the market. The OUC builds it or owns it over there in Ivanhoe Village. They're they're selling it, but they won't tell us for how much because they don't want to get rid of any offers. They're hoping everyone will make an offer, regardless of what the target is. How do you and then they can choose the best fit? I guess for them it does, and it's valued at six million. So I'm guessing most will be around. But you six million. can't really use that building, right? You need to. Got to gut it. Gut it. Gut it and then kind of like build it up, like raise it. Because it floods. Because it's below the water line. And it molds. Because of the flooding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we're almost out of time. All right. Uh, Legoland's bringing back their canal tours in the former Cypress Garden section of their park. Make your fares back this weekend. Nice. Great. Uh, Orlando Weekly did a wonderful piece on Petland and then the consequent ban on pet sales in Orange County. If you want to check that out, go to OrlandoWeekly.com. And the city just got money for a new bike trail that's going to join up with the Bicycle Beltway, which will be a citywide uh, bike path. And that's all we got time for. 
Be careful at EDC this weekend. Yeah, drink lots of water. And thank you, North Italia, for hosting us. Oh, so good. <laughs>